Hey, how you guys doing? This is from Brothers Comics. Welcome to the Who Day Over 40 podcast. A long time, long suffering Cincinnati Bengals fans. Who day, everybody? Uh, this is part two of our series of the off season. Uh, part one, you got us the chance to listen to us bitch like crazy about how the NFL screwed us. Uh, part two, we're going to talk about free agency or upcoming free agency and the Joe Burrow contract. And part three is our look at the Hall of Fame and congratulating Ken Riley getting in. And what are the potential former Bengals who have a chance we think that might maybe possibly cross your fingers, cross your eyes to get in this, uh, to the Hall of Fame. On the line tonight is Big Hutch. What's happening, man? What's up? What's up? Shouts out to Sandman, by the way. Uh, we miss you, brother. We love you. We hope to get you back on here sometime soon. So, yeah, Hutch, part two is free agency. Uh, the season ended, not to where we wanted it to end. Uh, go back and listen to part one if you're in that group. And now you have to turn to the offseason. Uh, it sucks. But uh, there's going to be some tough choices that are going to be made or need to be made, some players that are going to have to be talked about and all of that. And um, the Bengals are in a position, actually, to maybe do some things differently to actually able to keep some players without having to lose them. But some people are definitely going to be out on the streets. Uh $40 million in cap space, or 44 to be specifically, to start the offseason, Hodge. What, what are you thinking about the Bengals and what they're going to do? They're going to try their best to <laughs> buy low and, you know, and hopefully see what happens. I guess we should go back to the fact that, you know, uh, Lou Amaruno did interview for the Cardinals job twice, didn't get it. Um, yes, he's going to be brought back. And the Bengals are really in a position – they have really two choices here. They could run it back because everybody's back from top to bottom. And they could run it back and sign some of the players in free agency, which we're going to talk about. Or, which is what I'm advocating for, they need to do something different. Uh, they need to push all the chips in. I, I, I'm not of the Rams of fuck them picks, but they probably need to do a little bit something differently. And I'm going to draw back to a comparison or whatever that you can agree or disagree with or whatever. But yeah. So the Bengals head into free agency. They got some dudes that um, are, are, are free agents. I'm just going to go off the top of your head. You tell me yes or no. If you think they're going to be back and we'll discuss them on, on as we go through Jesse Bates. Yes or no back or not back. Not back. Not back. Uh, there was a little thing here. I saw him hanging out in Atlanta on Atlanta. Twitter. Yeah, with the Falcons out there. They got like $150 million in cap space. Uh, yeah. got me Again, go get your money. We're not hating on the money part, but I mean, you're not winning with the Falcons. I assure you, Hutch and I know that 100% uh, that you're not winning with the Falcons. Uh, Jermaine Pratt, back or not back? Uh, I think he's going to. Okay, we disagree on that one. I think Pat Pratt will be back as related to the next one that's coming up. Uh, I think he'll be back again. Essentially, even though he wants to be paid like a three down linebacker, the league <laughs> don't see him that way. He's a two down linebacker. He's not getting he's not getting a bunch of money. Linebackers are as disposable as running backs, which we'll talk about here in a little bit. Von Bell back or not back? I think he's going to. You cannot lose both starting. And safeties and roll out Dax Hill and a rookie. I, I just I can't see that, huh? I don't want to see it. Trust me, I don't. I do not. But fuck, man. Tom Bell's they, gonna be they, getting. They got. Yeah, keep going. I don't think he's gonna get a huge deal. I think they can bring him back. 
Uh, Hayden Hurst, back or not back? Hayden Hurst. Uh, I think they're going to bring him back. See, now we disagree on this too. Uh, Hayden Hurst has never had a great season as a first round tight end right. until, or not even great this year, not as until this year. Either, no. Right. So, I mean, he's been on this would be, we are his third team in four years or right. something like he, that. Right. So he, he was a Brown, he was a Falcon. Yeah. I mean, uh, he wasn't a great player. So, what makes somebody, I saw some projection he was going to get like, Seven, eight million dollars a year by Hayden Hurst. Yeah, like, Hayden right. Hurst, seven, right. Eight million he, a year. He, we, I'm looking at his thing right here. He got three point five this year. Yeah, I mean, on a one year prove it deal. At the at the most, I'd give him five on another one year contract. Six. I'm not paying him right, right, eight, right. nine million I, dollars a, a year. Right. That's insane. That's a yeah. second round, third round. Yeah, that's something. yeah. You well, you sign a veteran for the minimum or whatever, right, and then you right. roll it out. Yeah, no, I don't think so. Eli Apple, back or not Gone. back? I sold the goat killer today. I think he's gonna be back. I don't think anybody wants him. He he played his ass off this year. I see. I agree, except for that Baltimore burn. Yeah. Um, other than that, I mean, he if we if we'd have got that shit. Last or two years in the Super Bowl, we'd be home for the hot. We'd be with wearing a ring, right? Yeah, I I agree. I thought he played well. I mean, if he wants to go get paid, somebody yeah. will pay him. But I don't think he because he, he has such a. I mean, I think his act. He's he been on here. what? He's been on four teams, three, four. Yeah, four. Giants, Panthers, four. Bengals, the Giants, the Saints. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, uh, um, I just don't. Yeah, I think his act is wearing thin. Like, I think they like him, but his, you know, he, his Twitter profile. Right, yeah, he's Excessive, right. he's a, you know, right, he's all got, that. It's, he's he got a lot yeah. of mouth. And yeah, it does. his mouth doesn't match the production, although it did probably close it, to it this did, year. It did yeah. for the Bengals, and we're going to discuss this like we discussed it in the previous or, or whatever video we're yeah. going to be doing or we're about to mm. do. But, yes, the Bengals are going to have to play the role of villains and we yeah. might need all these villains. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, he played when Cheeto went down in the Halloween massacre in Cleveland. Uh, none of us were thinking of him and Cam Taylor Britt were going to hold it down to the point that they did. And they did. You know, I mean, it, they they performed well enough to win 10 games in a row or whatever it was at the time, 11 games in a row. So, yeah. All right. Um, Samwise Ganji. Samaji Piran. We keeping him. I agree because that's going to come back here momentarily to the next situation that we're going to talk about. So, I, I, I mean, you're saying that they're getting rid of everybody except Samwise Genji, essentially. Yep. Ah, see, I can't see that. You, Bell's a captain because you you ain't mentioned. Well, keep going. Yeah, not free agent. These are the 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 main free agents. Obviously, there's going to be a bunch of other dudes that are free agents, but these are the main ones. But I can't that Bell's a captain. They did draft Jesse Bates replacement, so I can see how that happens. Right. Pratt played really well in a contract year. But again, he's a two down linebacker, man. Like he's not getting paid. He's not that dude. He, he so, can catch the ball though. <laughs> but I, I think he's come. I think he'll be back. Unless he's to the point like where the Bengals disrespected me and I want to go get somebody who overpay me. Like the Falcons or the Jacksonville, like I, I I assume that he'll be back. 
Like for sure, if like Lou Amaruno would have gone to Arizona, probably both of them dudes is gone because they probably would have went with him. Um, all right. So yeah. So none of this is going to get solved in free agency until they figure out the borough contract situation. Mm-hmm. And so, like, even though I can't present this and show it, something that I had been talking about um excessively uh to you and goat killer. You know, it was um, presented by some dude on the twi- Twitters, uh, Austin Elmore. When Jamar Chase was at the Super Bowl, he was talking about, um, you know, he's talked to J- Joe Burrow. And Burrow wants to, you know, make his contract friendly so he could, you know, keep the weapons around him. You know, and I've been saying that that was going to happen from the, the jump. You know, and honestly, we keep talking about Brady being the template Actually, you know, freaking Mahomes is probably the template who signed that 10-year contract with the Chiefs, I think, two seasons ago now for, like, half a billy. But the contract, you know, but the the cap hit wasn't that bad. And, you know, and it spread out over 10 years. And that seemed, you know, which allowed them to sign players. I mean, they still had to move on, like, you know, Cheetah or whatever. But it allows them some flexibility to start to bring in players so they could keep the championship window open. You know, once you pay that quarterback $55 million, hello, Green Bay, $60 million, like, I mean, you just, you better hit on every draft pick ever at that point. And that closes and windows. So. Yeah, that's that closes windows. That's why Brady and them were so successful because, again, he never took the huge money until he left. And I think Burrow recognizes that. He knows that T. Higgins is up for an extension here, the same as he is. You know, the Logan Wilsons of the world as well. Like those players are going to need to be back, let alone Jamar's, you know, contract in two years. Like it's all there. So I think he understands that and he knows that for him to be successful as a team and try to win a championship, he can't break the bank yet. Like I'm sure he will at some point in time, but he's not Mm -hmm. really ready to do it yet. I mean, so what do you think about this team friendly deal to get a championship? Uh, Team team friendly. Anything under forty million dollars a year is team friendly. I agree. And yep. I and, and I we will see as the old Negro spiritual goes. I was thinking he wasn't going to take the ten year deal because I think it puts the pressure on the Bengals to don't fuck it up. Does that make sense? Like I was thinking he'd maybe take like five, five. years, one fifty. So get the thirties, maybe a five. little bit more, but gives him the option of like, look, if y'all start talking around which i which i don't anticipate like i think the Bengals know that they have this window with him but if y'all start fucking up at least give me the opportunity when i'm turning 31 32 to be able to sign someplace else or whatever so i was like it wouldn't surprise like that's what i'm thinking five years four to five years like 150 probably a third of that up front like probably 50 million you know guaranteed you know over the life of the deal and then go from there because I mean, word out on the street is that he doesn't even spend his contract. He's doing the Gronkowski. He's just spending his endorsement money. But he's not even spending his money, which is fine. Oh, so, yeah. I'm buying, a championship buying getting more endorsement money and for, yeah. for farmers, and he we he bought a volleyball team. With, yeah, uh, I mean, he's, yeah, I saw them shit. Yeah, I mean, look, dude came for money. He's like Patrick Mahomes. Patrick Mahomes came for money, too. You know what I mean? Like, it's not like he grew up broke, you know? Like, he's not like, I mean, he's not Jamar and T, who, you know, whose families could probably definitely use every single dollar. 
he's not them. So he's going to take a friendly deal because he wants to win a championship. And so that leaves T. Higgins, like, as the next dude up in that regard, he is a solid – I mean, he's a 1A receiver. I don't think anybody doubts that, Man. you know, but he's not Jamar. He's not – so, not. I, he's not Jamar because Jamar and the quarterback Jamar. are are attached at the hip. Right. So, you know, he's going to wind up getting, you know, something close to A.J. Brown money, even though he's probably better in the long run. Uh, you know, something like that. And I think he gets paid. Like Mike Brown was very so, specific that he was trying to pay these two. So, so go ahead. So, I'm listening. So, this, if, you're, if he gets paid his – what sixteen million a year? That sounds fair. Probably six, sixteen. Oh, he, so he has sixteen. You got your third receiver boy making eleven. I can't confirm it. I go for it. You couldn't see the list I had of all the twenty-two salaries. I didn't see it. Uh, but yeah, Tyler Boyd made ten one mm-hmm. last year. Right. I think, it, I think it goes up to eleven next year. Whatever. Okay. So that's right. That's twenty seven million dollars between them two. Right. And then and then Chase is making his still under rookie and he's making three right. or four. But let's say this, but they're both eligible for extensions. So right. the big big money won't kick in until twenty twenty five, twenty four, twenty five. So they have mm. like this window before that huge money kicks in that they could, and this is where I'm talking about, what do you do here? you got to push in. You can't do fuck them picks. I don't believe in it. I really don't. It may get you a championship, but look at the Rams where they are right now, and the Eagles are going to be a little bit in that boat themselves here coming up too. Okay, so okay, so we'll, we discussed this in the last podcast. Yeah, mm. But anyway, so yes, the Bengals as they stand right now are a top – Three at the top three team in the AFC. Three. Look at the, all the they're top three team. Whatever. They're the top three team in the NFL. The, top top four. Sure. Four. Your, whatever. Your they, people, they should be your, contending your for a championship people. in twenty twenty three. They should be in right. There. Your Vegas people has them as the second favorite to win the Super Bowl behind the Chiefs. The Vegas people do. I look at that again. Yeah. But nonetheless, so and hey, and I and so that means that you win the AFC. The way if that the way they're constituted now, that you in the AFC fairly easy, especially if that mother blanket doesn't come back to Baltimore. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, so I'm down with that. Um, hmm, but you, having having forty million dollars and tied up in three receivers, or 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 thirty something million dollars and three receivers, woo, that's a lot of money. And the right. quarterback making at least thirty five or forty. Wow, right. that's that, a lot of money. But that won't be. This year, that won't be. It won't be this year because it's an extension. I mean, technically, there's two years left on his contract. Technically, so they had again. It wouldn't kick in his extension money like that. Big money wouldn't kick in till twenty four, twenty five. So you have this weird window here of like two years before his extension and T's extension kick in major. You hope Mm. that the cap goes up by. I don't know. $60 $60 million dollars in between 30, that time. 35, yeah. 40. Yeah, you know what I'm mm-hmm. saying, though. So you right. get in, you know, you're getting in on the basement trying to get their contracts done before the cap goes up. 
So you have that window. And that's what I'm saying. This two-year window, I think, is probably where the Bengals really need to push through. Because when they had this opportunity to do this when they were good on a five-year playoff run, they didn't do it. They didn't. They, they said sat on there. They sat they on, sat on them picks and didn't do anything Pig when late. they had a window with right. Andy Dalton on a cap-friendly contract and a rookie contract. AJ Green AJ. on the same. You had one of the deepest rosters in the league. You had Mike Zimmer, one of the best defensive coaches. You had all of these things going for you, but you didn't do anything. No, you didn't sign any do. picks. And then your draft picks, you know, you started to suck making yep. picks. And then that was the end. You let that window close, knowing full well that you had a limited quarterback that needed every asset possible to get him over the hump. And you didn't do it. Their memories aren't that short, Hush. They got to remember that. The I think the first thing the, in the bingo household is this shit's got to be profitable. We ain't got no other money coming in. Right. But they do now because they've sold everything. I mean, they're at the point where that, I mean, shit, bro. They got more, mm -hmm. like, out of freaking, con not out of, but, like, contracted stuff now with that stadium and other bits than they've ever had. I mean, when you knew shit was up when they were like, hey, fuck Paul Brown and sold them stadium rights, you knew something was up. So, yeah. like, I just don't I, – God, I, I can't imagine their memories are that short. You had a window there. At a minimum, you could have won a playoff game, maybe a, a freaking uh, – at least got to the AFC – championship game and you let that shit close because you didn't want to pay people like that made no sense they kept that they kept that loop they kept that loop um yeah. I, the memories it, it, it really all kind of depends on that borough contract to me yeah nothing happens between between like i said anything under 40 is is good and that right. will help out a lot. Once you start right. getting to 50 or 45 and up a year, woohoo, that's a lot of right. money. And then, and you got, I mean, Henderson is, the, is our highest salary this, on this chart so far. And he right. making four, he making 14.5. Right. Which is nothing. Right. Nothing. Based, especially then, based on his potential or his impact. Right. And then Reader is, is 13.6. But, that, but, again, if you're looking at those contracts, look at when they end. They're all in this two-year window. Like, mm -hmm. I think I, I read on or heard on some other podcast, like, after 24-25, Bengals have, like, hardly any players under contract. <laughs> like, it's, like, ridiculous. There's this two-year window that they got to do something. They have to. You cannot let this window pass while he's on that rookie contract and these other dudes are going to age out. Like, you can't. They cannot. Really? This this offseason, in my opinion, has to be we are going to extend Burrow, extend Higgins. I'm saying bring back Pratt and, and Bell for continuity purposes and then draft picks and, you know, whatever. But then this two year, you got to fill in those gaps where you think that you really, really need them. And again, you know, we can have that discussion as we get into the offseason further, but you gotta, this is it. It's like, this is it. <laughs> like, before that money kicks in, us, you gotta get I, I, it. Hey, you, right. 
I'm I'm all in. I'm hey, push it all in. Fuck, cause fuck. <laughs> I ain't got all that time left. My I mean, honestly, up. yeah, for sure. So, like, honestly, like, what the fuck do they need seven draft picks for? Like, seriously, what the they, fuck? You don't need they, seven they picks. Can, if there's somebody in the draft, hopefully, that they need, you push that 30 pick to whatever. You cash that exactly. out, too. Exactly. Right. So, I mean, and we'll get into some of that. You know, let's do it now. Like, I, I had, like, this note sheet, and uh shout out to the folks at the Athletic uh, uh website or whatever. So, like they have a couple of players, and it's really okay. You tell me if you would cut this player to save money. Okay. You'll cut this player to save money because these are dudes that have, if they were to get cut, they have a pretty big cap number that would save them money. Mm-hmm. All right. Trey Hendrickson would save you 10, 10 and a half million to get the cap. Would you cut him? No. Tyler Boyd, if you cut him, all, saves about $9 million against the cap. Would you cut him? Tyler Boyd, I might. Yes. Yes. Joe Mixon, if you cut him, saves you $7.3 million against the cap. Would you cut Damn, him? Damn, that sucks. But yes. Yes, it does. That would suck a, a majorly. I hate I, 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 I don't want to see Boyd go away either, but I I would I would cut Mixon before I cut Tyler Boyd. I would cut Mixon before Running I cut backs Tyler Boyd. Too. A, Running backs are wide receivers are kind of cheap these days too. Oh, I don't know about third wide receivers, especially. That's fair, but tell me where you feel about this. Culture dudes, Boyd and Mixon are culture dudes. Like the revamp, they were here for the bad. They've been here for when it got good. These are culture dudes. You take one or both of those dudes out of that locker room, I don't think that serves the Bengals at all in any way, shape, or form. You, but Cole, I, but I can use that $12 million. That'd be, both of them would be NAM $18 million. Right. So I can, you can, look, I, <laughs> I want that motherfucking parade. Yeah, I agree. I, I, I want but you and can't, like culture. You can you can, you can bring run them it back, back though. You can bring them back yeah. and be like, "Damn, it sucked to cut you, but fuck, we got this ring." Right, but you I, you can't run it back. Like the Bengals can't run it back. Like they can't. Like they need. There has to be something that changes that's different. Like they can't run it. just like oh, we're gonna run it back with the same folks. You can't do it. Like I mean, you could do it. If but it's not gonna be everybody bought in, but everybody's yeah. buying in. But uh, yeah, all right, we're gonna run it back, but we're just gonna hope that we hit on all these draft picks. That's that's what happened in two thousand thirteen. I mean, who do you who do you think would be good enough to even make the roster at fucking third? Exactly, that's what happened in two thousand thirteen. Right. So you can't you can't unless it's a, a I mean a really really good lineman. Mm. Yeah. Or, Let's finish or the a list. Linebacker, something. Cheeto. We'll save you about six and a half million on the cap. Uh, I, I I was not sold on Cheeto as, he my, is as a my number bargain. one bargain. <laughs> right, I'm not. I, he is a bargain. Yeah. For and, and well, bring it back, uh, Captain Lou. That's gonna mm-hmm. save our ass because yeah. he makes masterpieces out of mush. Right, but. Yeah, you can't cut Cheeto. Like he's coming no, off that ACL, can't. which doesn't no. help at all. But no. you can't cut him. You can't. No. That's that's that'd be crazy. Lyle Collins, six point two million. If you cut, I think he's getting cut. 
I think he's getting cut. You can't run him back out there at right tackle. He was average as grits, as you like to say, prior he, to him getting hurt. He doesn't have exactly the stellar reputation for working hard, and now he's going to have to rehab an MCL and an ACL. For, uh, cutting, I don't give a fuck. Because, right, I now, now we go, Jonah Williams is about to get paid, which pisses me off. And then you're going well, to yeah, get a right tackle, too. He's guaranteed Jonah Williams $15 million on the fifth-year option. All right. right. So, saying that, saying that, uh-oh, did we lose? I'm still here. Oh, okay. Something just closed. Anyway, so saying that, listen, offensive line, left or right on your radio dial. Jonah, guaranteed fifth-year option, about 15.4. Fuck. Quarter of Olsen. I would call it a mid-rookie year. The average, about average, would you say, at left guard? Yeah, yeah, but silently average, nothing to write yep. home about. Karras, he's okay. Like I think he yeah, finally he's, a he's, stable, stable he's, center position. First time since Rich Brom. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, where that man come from? Seriously, but seriously, yeah. Billy Price, hmm? I do anything for you? Yeah, Oof. exactly. Ugh. Alex Kappa got injured at the worst possible time. Like you couldn't have picked a worse time for somebody to get injured. Definitely a, a solid that, creative that, time. That's the difference between us Winning not not being home on February the 12th or 11. And then Lyle with the torn ACL and MCL. Like he like he and he was he was shitty before. Like he like to me, you could run that back and try to find a right tackle in free agency, whether you save that money from cutting any of those players. I, I don't run another rookie out there. Like that's just not that's that is right. What right? That's a loser strategy. You could get Cedric O'Boye at that situation. You, at at this point, I don't give a fuck what you do at this point. But you pay you pay number nine, and then you make that fucking them front five dudes a fucking wall. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I take him if nothing else. But I, I prefer if you could fucking make run block decently too. Because I think they have solid backups now. I think that, you know, that Adenogy mm. proved that he's a solid backup. You don't want him out there for 17. Same thing with uh, Jackson Carmen. I think he proved he, literally he, in the championship game that he is a backup. So if he could survive a game, but remember the second game, he, he did not survive. So, no, he didn't. Like, you're no. fine there, but your right tackle is a big old hole. A big old hole. And left tackle maybe too. Yeah, left, left tackle. Oof. Yeah. So I don't know. Yeah. So right. So yeah. that's so that's a ten million. He getting paid an extra ten million dollars to be stanky. That fucking left tackle. Right. So do you allocate resources to protect nine, or you run back draft picks? Like I cannot imagine running back draft picks. Like I just can't do it. Like you running cannot back? do that. Run no running back. Just oh. drafting like a left tackle and or oh, right fuck. tackle. No, there ain't no decent left tackle. You can't do it. You got to pay somebody. Right, right. Somebody. There, there are no decent. Somebody. I'm, I'm almost sure there ain't no decent people where at fucking level at 30 that can come in and play at pick 30. So, I just yeah. I mean, we are in first world problems with the Bengals. Like, we, we are. are like, we, this, this we are is, not in a, a situation a that we're to used be. to. Correct. We are not used to being in this about determining if culture guys, Bates, culture guy, but he's going. He's going to outprice himself. Pratt, culture guy. 
Mixon, culture guy. Bates, culture guy. Those dudes are all culture dudes. They are part of the reason that they are winning, that the locker room is, it is what it is. But now, you can't keep all of them. You sure can't. Nor you got to pay Logan Wilson too, right? Yeah, correct. Nor should you pay, who is a three-down linebacker, nor should you pay all of them because you have no all of these other things that are coming up. But you, the culture stuff, look, everybody knows it. Like the Bengals, they like each other. Their players like each other. They like playing here. With that being said, because of nine, can you move out some of these dudes, depending upon which one, Lyle Collins, maybe Joe Mixon, can you move out these dudes knowing full well that you could probably get two dudes to ever place those dudes at those prices because they want to come play with nine? Because um, they know I, that the Bengals are going to be good, so you take that discount to chase that chip. I I have oh boy, I know I'm gonna catch some hell for this. Go for it. But I was like, shit is number nine is recruiting LSU, OBJ. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, surprise! I I'll, I'll double down you when I was talking with Goat Killer today. I'll double down you. I could totally see Mike Thomas, the real Mike Thomas, in Cincinnati next year. Hmm. Because those Ohio State roots run deep on this team now, where it never did before, or rarely did before. And it runs super deep now. I think he was there when Burrow was there. So, um, he's clearly not going back to the Saints. The Saints are going to play. The Saints are going to pay him to not play anymore. Right. Right. They're not going to pay him to not play no more. So, and again, he's going to get a one-year deal because, you know, he hasn't proved it. He's, what, played six games last year, none the previous year. Like, I mean, nobody's giving him a bunch of money. But, yes. But, see, OBJ doesn't fit culture. He he yeah. don't fit culture. But nope. he But he do fit. He could come in. He might come in cheap because he wants right. his money. But he already has LSU. a chip, though. But he already he, has a chip. He got a chip, but – he also needs some money. Right. Yeah. And, I, and I, right, he could come. I'm sure we can get him for less than – I'm not sure, but I think we can get him less than $10 million. That's a lot of money to that pay is on a lot one of money. deal. That's but, a lot of money to pay on a one-year deal. Yeah, I, yeah, I, I, I bet Mike Thomas would be cheaper. So, Mike Thomas is what, any 30 now? No. Well, check it out. Let you look it up. So that was the other question I had for Goat Killer as we start to wrap up on this part here. Culture dudes versus a oh, dude yeah. that got a, no a versus a dude that got that dog in him. So you know the Bengals when when Zach came in trying to establish that culture, you know, dog dudes got run, you know, primarily perfect. But you know, uh Carlos got run. You know, because they just bucked against they bucked the system because they weren't, you know, couldn't fully buy in. When that draft comes around, they've established this thing. They want dudes that played for four years, that were captains, that love football more than anything else, you know, don't have those lazy habits or whatever. Like, but you also need dudes that got that dog in them. Like, you really need those dudes. Like, you need a dude or two. To have that dog in them because yeah. they are the ones that get you over the top. Right. And, you know, Goat Killer and I were going through the list today. I was like, I don't really know what Bengals might have that dog in them, to be honest with you. 
I think that, you know, they're just good culture dudes. I mean, Tyler Roy, tough as nails. Joe Mix, tough. I mean, those are just tough dudes, you know? Like, those are tough dudes. But, unless you're a white girl saying nigga, I don't know, does Joe Mix scare you? Like that? I, I, I would love, I want, man, I want so bad to go down to be on in Cincinnati in 2024 with, with Mixon and Boy and fuck damn near mm-hmm. every fucking bingle that's still with us. Bringing it back. Going right. down that float, yo. Mm-hmm. We all win if they fucking win. Right. I, I agree. But you can't do it the way we've been doing it. You can't bring back Joe Mixon at $12 million. You can't do it. You can't. You cannot. You, you cannot. You cannot. When you can get a rookie in the fifth round that's making $400,000, if that. If that. You can't do it. You can get a, you can, there's a with lot the, of uh, With shit. similar production. Right. Hell, you, uh. You can do Samwise Ganji you can, for like right. probably and, $3 and, million. He, and he'll block somebody. Correct. You can do him for probably $3 million and a rookie. Right. You say Michael Thomas, Michael Thomas will be 30 yep. on March 3rd. Yep. So coming up here soon. Ah, I'm mean being 30. Bengals and 30 year old wide receivers. Not a good mix. All right. Um, I, I just I and uh shit. Alvin Kamara Kamara might be free. Well, it might yeah, be, that's for the bad reason. Yeah, right, but bad he, reason. he might yeah, be loose here shortly. Culture, 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 culture. Not doesn't work. They're not gonna do any. They're not gonna bring anybody in that they know that has problems. Hmm. They're not doing that. Hmm. So you can't run it back. That's really you can't run it back the hmm. way that it is. You're gonna have to do get creative with the money or cut dudes flat out to create space to bring in people that are gonna help you win immediately. But balancing that against the culture part like i just i i don't know where that line is like i i, I honestly i can't even imagine joe mixon not being on this team because he's been here for so long he, hell he's only 26 he, he right he is but he is the i he, i he, i think he's the first one he's first one off mm. of the 10 million no, Kyle, I think Collins is the first one off. Like, Lyle is gone. There's just no way they bring Lyle Collins back, man. He wasn't good when he was here. <laughs> I mean, I know he was better than what we had, and he was doing okay prior to him getting he, injured, and he's probably still so, better than the only ma- he, he only making $5 million. Well, well, he has, well, like, man, one of those pay-for-play deals. Like, none of his well, shit yeah. is guaranteed. Right. So, yeah. shit, that's – I mean, he he sucked for for the most part. I, he just man, he got used and abused against the Steelers. That oh, I can't. He got used and abused against a lot of people because he couldn't move, and he still and it, now oh, he's going to be able to move now after a torn ACL and MCL. Come on, son, mm. that's it's going to be worse. But I, I but they said I, we we got we got two players guaranteed to make fucking. An extra thirty million dollars next year. Who? I mean, fuck between between the fucking left tackle and Burrow. There's well, there's thirty yeah, million dollars that went on the went on the list a minute ago. I, but again, remember Burrow's contract extension wouldn't kick in until again he has two years left on his rookie deal. This is right. just now that they could extend it. This again, there's a two year window here that is super goofy. 
mm-hmm. before all that money kicks in. This is it. This is the two-year window where you push in. You cannot. So if, like, so oh, if, yeah, we're going to just so if, you're, if you're standing, you're going to stand Burrow. You're gonna, and Chase. And, or, and uh, Higgins. And Higgins. And, Higgins. Mm-hmm. And, 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 and Logan, too. Logan Wilson. I, you probably don't there, I wouldn't think. But maybe they do. I mean, golly, they really hit on that draft. Burrow, they, King, although and that, Logan that 20, Wilson. <laughs> yeah, that, that, that motherfucking draft is a... <laughs> But if you extend Wilson, if you extend Wilson, then you can probably say Pratt is gone. Like I would say. Yeah, one yeah, one, yeah, I think yeah. Wilson's staying and Pratt. Yeah, is gone. and again, linebacker. And I like are, Pratt too. I do too. He played really well this year, but he's also playing for a contract. So yeah. um, like I think there's I just think when you start to prioritize the money, and if you start to look specifically on the defense of like where they need that extra help. You're going to need money there, and so then you might have to cut one spot to get better at the other. Right. So, got, like, then you got $50 million the on, tackles, the, on the, on the right. D-line. Right. So, like, the defensive – but the defensive tackles aren't pass rushers, you know? Right. Like, they're not. Like, they're just, you know, like Josh Tupau is going to be a free agent or whatever. Like, you're going to have to say goodbye to him. He's yeah. great at helping them stop the run, but he doesn't do anything with the pass. You need somebody – I mean, since we lost Joby. Nobody can rush the passer from the these tackle spot. And B.J. Hill was only good because Ogunjobi was playing next to him. By himself, he was average. Damn, you know B. what I mean? Hill. B.J. Hill is making – will make close to $9 million. That, I mean, again, he got that money because of Ogunjobi. So, <sighs> like, you need to find a defensive tackle. It's, oh, well, we're going to hope we hit in the draft? Really? No, you need to find somebody that can rush the passer. All right. You, we should have cleaned up. I mean, what, who did we get last year? Who was our number one pick? Uh, the cornerback, which is great. Yeah, but, he's uh, good. Yeah. yeah, he is good. And Goat I Killers, Goat Killers, uh, girlfriend got him a jersey for uh, Juice. So yeah, yeah. that's cool. But yeah. um, but yeah, I, but but we should have got some of them damn Georgia dudes. Them Georgia dudes from last from last that last team was a beast. Yeah, and, and so yeah. And it, and if you start, and we'll get into mock draft season here in a little bit, but, you know, you look at the mocks or whatever, everybody's mocking the tight end, like Meyer from, uh, or Mayer from Notre Dame. Or, oh, uh, like they, no, we didn't. We learned. The, the dude from, I think, Utah or something. Like, this Bengals, I, I, I would sooner run a freaking also ran tight end at this point. Right. I want him done. And then that. Unless, I mean, again, maybe there's nobody that falls to you that's on the defensive line or a corner or at some attack, somebody. But golly, man, a tight end? Like those dudes not, aren't even good in year end. one. Not a Shit. tight end. No. Any, yeah, look, not I mean, anything but, but. Look, man, I love Pitts from the Falcons. He was okay. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and, right. And he's better than any of these dudes in terms of catching the ball. So, what? What? I, I, right. right, there's there's two great tight ends coming out of Georgia this season, um, mm. at, but um, yeah, yeah, I would not I in still, round one, not a pick right, twenty. I would pick round one. Right, we need we need beef. We need or somebody to rush the quarterback or stop them motherfucking rushes from getting to our quarterback. Right. Wow. <sighs> this is all season, y'all. This is 
This is going to hurt. There's going to be some people. Yeah, there's, there's going to be, be some, three. There could be two or three people that get cut. You're going to be like, yeah, oh. or and or sign with other teams. Right. And, and be you close. know, let's just, and again, you and me we are all the same uh, thought. If Bates leaves, if uh, Pratt leaves, if Bell leaves, if uh, Chase that money, you owe the Bengals absolutely nothing. Right. You don't. You owe them no loyalty. They, you, the league is awful. Get that money. Get as much right. guaranteed as you can. If it's not from Cincinnati, like we, we're not one of those. Oh, whatever. Take a discount deal. No, Fuck that. for screw that. Like Burrow is doing it because he knows that for him to win, he needs pieces. That's a choice. Jesse Bates, he said it. Like I can't just leave ten million dollars on the table. Yeah, because you can't. Like you're Jesse Bates. Your career has probably got you know, at the most what Three, four or five more four, years in it. Maybe get all the money you can. Shit, I'm telling at the borough too. So well, uh, yeah, but uh, but see, Gardner Minshew's making like seven million dollars as a backup. Like that money's for backup quarterbacks will be there until he freaking falls off the earth. So like I understand what you're saying, but he'll be all right. A white quarterback will be all right, no matter that, what. That, <laughs> the, the league is gone. Black is beautiful, and but yeah, we'll, we'll that's another that's another yeah. conversation, different episode, right? So, but anyway, so yes, we didn't see three or four people, shit. we didn't see three or four players laid out on the ground or, or die that, that's mm-hmm. fucked up, and right. so yeah. yes, get, get that, that money. money, yep, get that money, all of it, but. So we push into the offseason, y'all. We're two weeks from the uh, scouting combine at this point. Uh, then, you know, free agency, you know, a couple of, what, the third weekend March, I think, at, at this point now. So, I mean, I hate the draft is in, like, May now. It used to be in March. The league is completely year-round at this point. The draft ain't until May. But free agency is before that. I think we'll know a little bit about that before then, too. Like, I think the Bengals – you know, before free agency, we'll strike some deals where they can. I mean, you know, Pratt's going to want to test the market for sure to see what his number is. You know, probably a couple of other dudes, too. But, like, I think they'll I think they'll have their fair share of people that want to come back because they know they're in a good situation. And I think they'll have their fair share of second wave of free agents who want to come in and play here because they know they have a chance to win. Like, I think like Cincinnati is a destination at this point, yeah, like, because I, that, they know, of course, I think that chief dude might get the first cuts. But yeah. But I mean, but they're a little bit, probably a little bit cappier hit than the Bengals are. But yeah, yeah, like, I think that's a big deal too, because people want to go there and play with him and cheeseburger to coach. Right. So, uh, yeah, it, it, it's, it's, I mean, look, man, we talked about this on the previous podcast before whatever. Just wake me up in January. Bengals are, Bengals are Super Bowl or bust at this point. Like, it, like, Bowl, like who, ca- who cares who they play in October? Who cares? Nobody win. cares. Well, but it's a Super Bowl or bust, like, completely at this point. It and is. you know damn well. <laughs> you know damn well it's Bengals Chiefs. Thursday night football to open the season. Damn well. Everything everything same as Buffalo. Right. It's gonna be it should be it should be a a marquee game. Yeah, I don't think the Chiefs do Chiefs play Buffalo this year. I don't know. All the first place play first place team. So yeah. Yeah, so it's that's the game. And again, oh shit, the Bengals 
lost in freaking you know Arrowhead again. Oh, oh okay, okay. He lost gotcha, to the he lost to the refs in fucking Arrowhead. Right. Yeah, we'll get there. I we we've already talked about that. Uh, but yeah, get wake me up in January though, for real. Because I mean, off season important. I want them to see. Hey, shit, you know, oh, freaking maybe fill in the black player. Here. Like, hey. Yeah, Mike Thomas Ooh. decided he wanted to be the you know the fourth wide receiver on the Bengals because of whatever. Okay, bet I'm happy with that. Absolutely, you know, hook me up. Fine, well, like I'll be happy. But I mean, honestly, the games in September and October, as long as they're winning, who really cares? I mean, they, honestly, if they win, well, they, they they better. They, well, we've talked about in other podcast, but they gotta they gotta be they gotta be the villains, and they gotta win with style too. Right, and yeah, you some style. And, and again, you know, like we said on the other one, Bengals got screwed, but you know, because they could have had home court or home field, but also don't lose to the Steelers in Week One. Well, they didn't lose to the Steelers in Week One. They fucking got damn stank ass. <laughs> oh, they lost. <laughs> they lost, but yeah. they didn't yeah. lose. That, don't ah! lose to the Don't That's lose a, to the Browns. That, that don't lose bad. to the Browns. Yeah, don't, don't fucking go down to That's the fucking Adler. cowgirls. Yes, don't, don't don't do that with their backup quarterback right. and embarrass and backup in running back too. Correct. So, well, their backup running backs it, 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 get it, a pretty it, big check. Right, 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 right. Hell, Ezekiel might will be loose. He will. He will definitely be loose, and he would probably cost less than Joe Mixon. But he's Zeke shot. He shot, but but you if you need that one motherfucking yard. I I'll take him in the points. I'm granted not that's a, a that's an expensive one yard, but damn it, not a culture dude. He ain't a coach. Nope. Fuck he, the culture of OSU with old boy up there. He was the culture. Them motherfuckers would do anything. Yeah, to I win. understand. He's not a culture dude though. He, he wouldn't fit. Oh, yeah. the he wouldn't fit. The culture is winning. That's what we. That's he the culture right. now. Winning in January, in early February. All right. So what's the exit music? The my my logo. The first cut is the deepest by Cheryl Crow. Okay. Yeah. Side brother topic here. So Pat Benatar and her husband are going to be at the Hard Rock here in South Florida here. Uh, like sometime in the spring. I don't know. What do you think the cheapest ticket was for that? That Cheryl Crow was playing or something. Oh, uh, probably $80. No, it was $50. It was $50. I was surprised. I thought it would be a, I mean, Rick Spring. It was more than that. And I was like, well, I guess he was a bigger star. I guess. Pat Benatar, ain't she in the whole Rock and Roll fame? I'm pretty sure she is. But yeah, I was like, yeah, But um, yeah, I was just kind of surprised. I was like, oh, I was like, Pat Benatar. I can see how that happens. She got what? She might have. She got maybe six songs. And that's, if I push hard, push. yeah. Yeah, if I push. Michelle Crow is playing us out. Definite Rock and Roll Hall of Famer whenever her career ends or whatever. Uh, uh, yeah, boy, that's a hell of a, that'll be a hell of a podcast. Mm-hmm. Some of the shit is about to get in there. Nice. So she plays us out, which I said, we're moving into the offseason, y'all. Probably catch a uh, comeback here after the uh, the combine. I'm planning on having, uh, you know, Hutch, not a social media person. But uh, Bengal stats, data, all that person. Joe Goodberry on the podcast. Um, Goodberry is just an amazing statistician in terms of, of uh, 
using all of those um, statistics and whatnot to be kind of predicting about players and whatnot and how well they do in PFF grades and all of that. So we're going to have him on the pod, um, have him out, you know, before the draft or after the combine for sure, you know, to kind of talk, you know, what the Bengals are looking for because they do have a specific type and player that they're going to be looking for headed into the draft. Again, four-year player, captains, those are important things for the Bengals now under Zach Taylor. So, oh, oh, yeah. she was okay. Yeah, what happened? Right. Okay. Yeah, no, no. Pat Benatar was announced. Will be inducted in the. She was inducted in the twenty-two class of uh, Hall of Fame. Right. That was last. Oh. So yeah, Pat Benatar. Not gonna lie, Reese should be in Hall of Fame. All right, y'all. So as as Cheryl Crow plays us out, I'm producing this podcast. I'm signing off. Podcast, podcast on SoundCloud, iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, YouTube. Y'all rate, review, and subscribe. Pods, go ahead and sign off. Peace and melodies. Goodbye, mixing for sure. And thanks, God. Those will be emergency pods when that happens. We'll see you all on the other side, folks. Peace. Peace.